ready for the interview And if you get a cue live on the laptop Watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto Real talk, pronto, doctor, D, PhD, hit the intro Hold up, wait, gotta be social Network, global, a home for the locals Gotta be social Network, global, a home for the locals If you're looking to spice up your intimacy and your sex life in particular, I highly recommend Romantic Escapades CBD-infused massage oil and Honey Pot's CBD-infused silicone-based personal lubricant. Uh, as someone who's been in a, a long-term relationship with my wife, uh, it's been an incredible experience using these products. Uh, I'm not someone who's usually pumping products all the time, but I really wanted to get this one out because I think it has uh, really brought even more intimacy into our lives, and it's just fun to use. I mean, sex is fun. Having more fun during it is uh, makes it even more enjoyable, and what makes this even better is the founders, Dennis and Jesse, are just lovely people. Uh, really connected with Dennis on a call, and I just love what they're doing. So get out there and get some more spiciness and excitement in your love life with Romantic Escapade and Honey Pot. And for a special, um, if you go to uh, the website, uh, if you go to uh, fantasticescapades.com, uh, you can use my code Doctor D twenty. Spell out Doctor and then D twenty to get twenty percent off your purchase. Guys, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Here with one Miss Layla of the Curious Girl Diaries. Layla, how are you today? I am doing well, thanks. Well, listen, I listen to your podcast and I really enjoy it. I think it's just uncut, raw, and I think a lot of amazing topics. So again, I'm grateful for you to be on here. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited to be on. I just can't wait to see what you're going to ask me. I love, <laughs> when I, don't, I love it when I don't know what's coming. That's the fun stuff. And I don't know what's coming either. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have okay. no clue what I'm going to say. I just let it kind of roll. I, I just like it just to be as real as possible. All that, right. Well, you know? let's go for it. Let's do it. So um, I came across your profile on one of the sites that I, you know, kind of like search for guests or people send me stuff. And I was like, oh, this is interesting to me. Your journey from essentially kind of a what, three and a half years of no sex to like, hey, what the hell? I need to do something about this. Yes. <laughs> so take us back before you really went on this kind of sexual adventure. And what was life like for you? Let's see, rolling the clock back before I was the curious girl. Yes. Uh, life was very much, uh, you know, a type A who ran her own business, had been doing that for most of her life. I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. So, you know, very much a go getter, just kind of like get it done, make it happen. And along the way, and, and, and business was always sort of my first love, I would say, and my passion and what I did before, I always referred to that as that was like my porn. Like I just had to look at it. I mean, I just loved it. Like I loved it so much. You know, you'd sit in front of your computer late at night working because it turned you on so much. And, yeah. you know, and I got a lot out of it. I felt like I was getting a lot out of it, but over the years, I put, you know, sort of pushed relationships and 
other people aside because I was just so determined to make my mark in what I was doing. And, you know, I had sort of forsaken some areas of my life. And then I just really kind of woke up one day and took a look around me and said, what am I doing? This is crazy. You know, I've completely shut off the intimate parts and sides of myself. I'm a woman, you know, I'm, I'm good looking, you know, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but you know, I'm, 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 I'm attractive, yes. I'm vivacious. And why am I living like a shrew? You know, right. you know, I'm, I have all these uh, success in all these areas of my life, except uh, my personal life and just even my, especially even my sexual life. So I've just got really interested in um, making that a priority. And I shifted gears rather quickly. And what I did was I took the, you know, the skill set that I knew from business and applied that to my sex life and attacked it from that angle. And I got some pretty great results. <laughs> <laughs> she attacks sex like business. <laughs> well, you know, I just figured it's, it's, a, you know, the uh, business systems, things that work, what you can apply them in other areas. And just, if you want, if you want maximum effectiveness and efficiency, yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to run this thing like a well-oiled machine. So <laughs> that's kind of what I, that's how I approached it in the beginning. Yeah. So what was, so let's go, let's go deeper into okay. the actual business machine of sex and how yeah. that started for you. You made this decision. You say went pretty quickly. What yeah. was the beginning? What was the genesis of Curious Girl? I think I had spent a lot of times just with my friends and realizing how, you know, noticing the intimacy between them that, you know, they're married friends and things like that. And I just said, okay, that's, you know, I am wasting the pretty, I've got to stop that. And I, I literally, no joke within like, it was, I think it was a three day weekend. It was some holiday weekend mm -hmm. around, uh, you know, around this time, roughly, you know, five, you know, five, I guess five years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or somewhere. Yeah. It's been five, five and a half years anyway. And I just, I said, that's it. And I scoured the internet. I found some, you know, I guess what you call them hookup sites. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily, so we're not talking like, um, uh, well, gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. What's the, what, you know, like match, match, not, match we're not talking match.com. Yeah. This, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not match.com. This is no, this is no night. See, I got with my wife from match.com, but this isn't that this was a hookup. Yeah. This is hookup sites, you know, where you go. And I mean, they, I would say that's a little crass, but you know, I look for friends with benefits. That's what I like to call it. Just uh -huh. where, you know, you have an actual, like, I have to find something redeeming about you if you're going to stick your penis in me. I mean, right. it's not just like, it's not like cavemen on the streets. Like, Hey, yeah, you, you, okay, come, come on, let's here. Go. Let's yeah, go. Right. You know, you're just jumping in cars or bushes and, yeah. you know, going for it. So, um, but what I did was I got on there and I just very quickly said, okay, I know this is just like, like, you know, like a sales cycle. It's like a system. You've got to, you know, boom, 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 boom. And I would line up. I would just, you know, the beautiful thing about it is getting on these hookup sites as a woman, it's pretty easy. Put up a decent profile <laughs> and boom, your inbox is going to be flooded. Yeah. And then from there, I just, you know, go through and okay, who am I interested in? You know, tried to have a profile that pretty much kind of eliminated what I wasn't looking for, mentioned what I was looking for, and then started just meeting with guys. I have, I have like, um, you know, I want to talk to them on the phone, hear their voice. I want to go and meet them in a public place for the first time and just yeah. make sure that they're not creepers or, um, 
you know, that I have that first, and there's an attraction, you know, I'm going to have to have mm. a spark. There has to be some chemistry. I want it to be fun and exciting. And ultimately I do want a friends with benefits scenario. So, you know, it's just that we we're not obligated to each other, but we, when we get together, we, we have fun. We'll go and do stuff. We'll have a good time, but it's casual. And, um, so I just started meeting guys and some days I was very vivacious about it. I would meet, you know, I would meet somebody for coffee, meet somebody for lunch and then meet somebody for like early drink. You yeah. know, I could pack three people in one day, just the meet. I call that the meet and greet, you know, where I'm like <laughs> chemistry, yes or no chemistry. Yes or no. You know, okay. You're off, you're on. And then from yeah. there, you know, then you set up like the next meeting. Um, but the first guy that I met was absolutely perfect he mm. really understood you know what what i needed and and kind of handled me i would say very well to help me over the hump that first time you know because it had been a while and you feel a little nervous like yeah. oh my gosh do i still have it is this even still a part of me you know mm. you start to sort of write off those parts of you thinking well maybe i'm just not that sexual maybe that's relationships aren't for me you know you're you play all these tricks on yourself and so I, you know, met him. He was very handsome, attractive attorney, uh, type A like me. We had a lot of chemistry, a lot of back and forth. You know, honestly, he was probably the perfect guy to be yeah. the be the one to sort of repop my cherry. I guess if you want to call it. That's what it felt like. I felt like I was nervous. You know, yeah. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm having sex again for the first time. I can't believe this. I know. Yeah. Like I haven't ever, like, it's like, Oh my God, I've never done this before. Anyway. So we, um, you know, he got a hotel room. He had like candles and pl music playlists. We went wow. out to dinner. Yeah, it was very, it was very thoughtful. And then, you know, and we actually, uh, went on to see each other for a while and he, it was very fun. We traveled to places and, um, yeah. So that then from there, it just, you know, I just, I had lined it up where though I didn't want, I, you know, I wanted to be just seeing kind of multiple partners yeah. and exploring. And I had a bu sex bucket list and things I mm. wanted to scratch off. So I made my, you know, my first year sex bucket list, which has been uh, obviously updated several times since then. <laughs> and, what was on uh, that initial list? Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, you're making me rack my brain here. What was on the <laughs> initial list? Like, um, well, one thing I'll tell you what, here's one thing that I haven't crossed off still five and a half years later, I'm almost ashamed of it, but I talk about it so that I, you know, I figure the more you're honest about it, that then I'll finally do it is threesomes. Oh, okay. I've never, for all the crazy stuff I've done at, up to this point now, I've never done a threesome and I still want to do that. So that's, you know, that's, uh, my, my new mountain to tackle, but, um, Let's see. I think, uh, I, what did I want to do? I wanted to, I think go, I wanted to go to a sex party. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, um, try BDSM and, uh, what were the other things? I just, I think get more aggressive and better at blowjobs. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. I'm trying to say, like, it was like so long ago. I feel like that was my vanilla sex list because really? it was like my first one. It was when I was not so adventurous. I, I really thought that the curious girl diaries would be me. Um, going out, I had this initial sex bucket list. I would knock stuff off. Mm -hmm. And then after that, 
I would shut it down and go back to my vanilla life. Oh. You know, I didn't realize what I was becoming or how it would change me moving forward. So yeah. And here I am, you know, I mean, I just, every year I kept saying, oh, it's only, I'm only going to do this for a year. And yeah. then it was like, okay, well, I'll do it one more year. And cause it caught on and people started to listen. And then I was getting feedback and, yeah. you know, I, oh, I started to, you know, cause I started a podcast to document what I was doing. It was really more for myself. Right. And then people started listening and reaching out to me. And I was just like, oh, you know, the first time, I don't know if you remember the first time you looked at your stats and you yeah. saw like, oh, people are downloading. People are me. listening are to these, this. Yeah. Where are these people, where are they coming from? Because I yeah. wasn't advertising, you know, I just was really right. more so it was really for myself, just like, um, you know, I'm using myself to socially experiment on and then yeah. I'm going to just sort of be like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, I did that and I, had it all on audio and it'll be a fun thing to sort of look back on how fun I was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned about like, you know, becoming more aggressive or more adventurous. Take me through a little bit about that first sexual experience, the person you were then versus the person you were becoming or became sexually after that. Well, I didn't, I did not know because I considered myself very, um, just, you know, type a, and I am woman, hear me roar. And mm -hmm. I never knew that I had a submissive side. I actually Ooh. didn't know that that's really what I needed from a relationship and sort of the lane that I was best in, in relationships. It had never through all my regular, just boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, relationships never dawned on me. The reason why some guys I was super hot for, and mm -hmm. we had this passion and chemistry, uh, was when I was more in the submissive role. And then the ones that weren't where I couldn't figure out like, gosh, this guy is so great on paper. Like he checks all the boxes, but he wants to get married and all this stuff. But I can't, why, why am I not feeling it too? Why don't I reciprocate? And what I realized is I, I need a dominant man mm. that, that really turns me on. That gets me off sexually. It gets me off mentally. It's my best fit in a relationship where, you know, he's the dominant and I'm the submissive. Explain that further, like maybe examples of dominance and submissive. Well, maybe I can best, uh, describe it by telling you sort of, you know, what it, what, first of all, what it, what it's not, it's mm -hmm. not probably the stuff you see in mainstream media. It's not kind of the 50 shades of gray example. Right. It's not a man being disrespectful to you or, you know, trying to push some woman back into the dark ages, like, you know, Hey, get in the kitchen and right. cook and make babies. It's about understanding and knowing who does what and what roles you do and how that masculine energy really, really feeds and promotes your, the best things about your female energy. And so I like it when a man is watching out for me, he's thoughtful. He's asking about my day. He's guiding sort of always kind of there guiding me being, you know, I guess if for lack of a better word, the leader in it, you know, kind mm -hmm. of in and outside of the bedroom, right. Then 
And that's about, you know, that, and there, that takes a lot of, a lot of communication and that type of high level communication and always discussing what the other person needs and understanding where the other person's coming from, where you're coming from. I never had that sort of demanded of me. Like you have to communicate really, really well. Right. And it just took my relationship to a whole nother level. Now then let's go into the bedroom because that's really what people are more interested about. (laughs) The kink part, that's where it gets crazy. And that's where, again, there's a lot of mis, I think, misnomers about the kink side of it, the BDSM, because there's just so, there is so much under that umbrella. Yes. And there's no specific standard. It's really, as far as the kink goes, it's just really about what, it's up to what two consenting adults agree on. So I like, you know, and it's not that you're doing this all the time, you know, because it's just like regular relationships. You're not in that role all the time. Right. You know, you're not always doing the same thing in the bedroom. And so same thing with, you know, BDSM. Sometimes it's a big, it is a big scene. I mean, you know, there's bondage, there's, um, you know, a lot of toys, whatever you like, you know, yeah, nipples pinched, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how explicit you want me to you, be. I told you before we, I yeah. told the listeners, I, I told her beforehand, say whatever you want, be as okay. explicit as you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, it, so then there's the, you know, then you can be totally tied up and you can have a total, you know, bondage scene, a lot of spanking, choking, mm-hmm. rough sex. But then there's also a lot of very close, intimate connectivity that's going on because you have to know each other so well and each other's bodies so well. And, you know, you may have a safe word involved depending on how far you're going in that specific session. And then at other times you're just having plain old regular, you know, sex, but it all, but I'm telling you, you put, add a little kink in there and it just, it just takes it up like five notches. So it could be just like, you're always, it's interesting. I found in that type of dynamic with somebody, you're always on for each other. It's just like, there's that passion and that spark and that chemistry. Usually, you know, in a, you know, normally I would have that in a relationship and then it fizzles, you know, you know, it's like, okay, now we're kind of settling in and (laughs) this is what we do. But, you know, after years and years and years, it's, it's like with the same person, it's always on. There's, there's no, it's almost bottomless. It's almost insatiable. You know, I mean, really the first time I probably experienced being insatiable for another person and their, and, and just, it could be his, I could see his hands or the way he moves, or I could, you know, if he's standing a certain way and I, I, that looks masculine to me and I'm like, Oh fuck, you know, like (laughs) all of a sudden, my, my body is re- starting to react. Like it's like Pavlov, you know, like a Pavlov, yes. Pavlovian response. I'm, you know, my heart rate's going up. My I'm, I'm getting wet in my panties. I mean, I'm just like, just being around this person. It's electric all the time. It's yeah. really, really interesting. Yeah. I, like I said, I've never had, you know, I've never had, um, anything quite like it, but I'm really glad I just, you know, I started pushing my own boundaries and, just putting things on the list that I thought I wanted to try 
and and started experimenting because from there once you start opening these little doors it just keeps going and going <laughs> and going and 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 there's so much there's so much to explore and yeah. and sex is so multidimensional i just i always just encourage everybody it doesn't matter which way you're inclined you know you don't have to be super kinky but just be open yeah and let and you know and try different things and experiment and have fun with it because it really is kind of just the stuff of life you know i mean i've I've made, I've had so much fun. I can't even, I mean, I got to write a book about this someday. Right. Like all the, all, literally all the adventures I've had with just different people, great guys. And the, you know, I've learned about so much about myself through that too. It's been, it's really just been incredible. So, yeah, I would imagine. So, I mean, I mean, I hear when I listen to the podcast and let's talk about some of those adventures, like what are some adventures you've had that you were like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, like sex clubs. <laughs> really? <laughs> sex clubs. Yeah. What's that like? Uh, well, let me give you like, I can give you two kind of spectrums to it. I mean, again, that's another area that you could just go to different sex clubs and you're going to get something different every, every time, or even the same sex club. And then they have a different theme and you're, you know, there's different people that show up. Um, mm -hmm. but that I went to, I'll give you, I went to one where it was my, the first time I went, I went with a guy who was a lot of fun and I saw him for uh, quite a while. We're still really good friends. And by the way, most of, most of these guys, like I either still see, or I'm very good friends with, you know, yeah. it's like, it's been really incredible. Like there's no, you know, sour grapes or anything like that. Um, and so we, I was all excited. Okay. We're going to go to this, you know, it was my first, like I want to go to a sex club. So he finds one and we go and it's, it was totally not what I expected. It was, <laughs> what did you expect? Roll, I, I just thought that I was going to go to this grand, like palatial place, the way they described it. I thought I was going to this grand, like palatial home and, yeah. you know, like high in the hills, you know, surrounded <laughs> by all these big homes and, you know, and it was just going to be very, dark and moody and sexy yeah. well we end up like rolling up to the to the burbs you know the Whoa. suburbs where these people are having a sex party in their house and like there's people with minivans right next to it's like carpool people you know and i'm going <laughs> we're in you know we're 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 just in normal middle america homeland and these people are just they had basically turned every room in their house into a, like a room where you could go and have sex. Yeah. And whatever you wanted. They had like covered things in plastic and there was a, there was a, <laughs> there was a, like, what do you do when you, you know, when you go to a party and you bring food, like a, yeah. like a, a food line, like, you know, what do you call that? Like, <laughs> like, with like a serving pots. line, there were crock pots going. And I'm just like, with hot, greasy food and like little cocktail weenies. And I'm thinking like, what? who's going to eat this greasy food and then go have sex? <laughs> Seriously, oh, I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> I didn't have any of it. So anyway, so we go and you go in and then, you know, you can just, you're encouraged to wear, you know, sexy clothing and things mm -hmm. like that. So I think it was, it was winter time, right? So I'd have like a trench coat on, right? Because I couldn't just be um, yeah. walking through, 
this neighborhood thank, and thank God because I didn't, you know, I didn't know where we were going, but it was just regular old, you know, soccer filled with soccer moms <laughs> and carpool moms and all this stuff. soccer mom sex club. <laughs> That's right. And then we, and so we get there and, uh, you know, so then I take the coat off and I've got something kind of sexy and you, you know, you walk around and I'm with there with a the guy I'm with. And it's basically you just kind of, it's like you mix, it's a mixer. You mix and mingle, like, is yeah. anybody attractive? And then you, there had all these different rooms where different things were going on. There was like an orgy room. There was a, um, just a room where people were kind of sitting and music was playing. Oh, and they had some porno going on their big screen TV. And then people were just kind of making out. And then, um, and then there was one room where there's just a bunch of people having sex. And so we kind of went in there and um, I, I didn't want to, I, I didn't feel comfortable just having sex in front of these people. I don't know why I, yeah. but you know, I mean, like I wasn't feeling it. Like the vibe mm -hmm. just wasn't, it just wasn't, it, it felt like there was a lot of people there that like, that, you know, again, like I said, they're getting away from the kids and like, this is their one night to just let it rip. And they yeah. were, and good for them. You know, <laughs> I mean, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not condescending to it. Yeah. I just didn't, I was like a little put off cause it wasn't what I, I just was expecting. I yeah. think more of like a, um, what was that movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole? Oh, eyes wide shut. Yeah. Yes, I was expecting. That's what I thought you were going to say. Not the crock pot threw me off, honestly. The and cocktail weenies and that's like so weird greasy greasy chili like what whoa 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 make you belgian fart chili? Why would you, do you eat that stuff before you have sex no no uh-uh no because no trust me women don't want that we're like oh god i hope something doesn't slip out you know like right <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway so what i ended up doing is uh what i was comfortable with is i was like okay um I just gave him a blowjob and I let and people were watching. So people could watch, you know, okay. they, you would just watch anybody. We we're watching people. So, um, and it wasn't like you've got like in the center of the room or anything like yeah. that. And you're like, okay, watch me. It's just anybody, you know, you could just kind of plunk yourself down wherever you wanted and, and right. go for it. So, so we did. And, um, and, and once I started doing that, then I was like, once I felt people watching me, I, that's when the excitement kind of stepped in a little bit. That was when I got my first kind of inkling that uh, one of the things I didn't know about myself was that I like people to watch. It was wow. the voyeuristic thing that I that I did find that hot, and I never knew. I never oh. even thought like that would be sexy, but for some reason, to me, it's very sexy. So we did that, you know, and then we left, and we were kind of just you know laughing. It was fun, and um, you know, he and I his. It, He's the guy, he, in my, if you listen to the Curious Girl Diaries, that guy's name is B.E. Yeah. We were, we, we were together for a while and um, had a lot of fun, did a lot of stuff, but um, he was a great guy. And uh, I, yeah, I have to, he's the one that kind of sparked my interest initially in the voyeurism and, yeah. and things like that. And um, so we, that, we did that. Now, then, the, then the next time I did it, I was with my dominant and we went to a, an actual sex club. Like it's a club you register like a club for club. Yeah. club club. And it was yeah. in Louisiana. Louisiana. It, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. A, oh, well, well, I did a lot of trap. You gotta, yeah, you gotta listen to the whole thing. It's like, a, it's a full on. I mean, I've traveled all over. I've just, I've had so much fun with this really. It's, 
a lot has come out of it. Not just everyone thinks it's just about sex, it, which it predominantly is, but yeah. it's about sex all over, <laughs> all yeah. over the place, yeah. doing all kinds of fun things with really great guys, you know, relationships and, you know, guys that come and go and then, you know, love and, and not liking some, I mean, just, just, it's the full on, it has all the elements you'd expect. Yeah. And so we, we were in Louisiana and um, we went to this club and it was, it was hot. It was erotic. It was on, there was, we went into this one room uh, and there's a lot of, you know, just interesting, good looking people. And we went into this one room. It was kind of, the theme was, um, it was, it was like an old sex, you know, where men used to go to the rated, you know, the films, the Jack, you know, and Jack yeah. off in the theater, right. And watch yeah. the, watch the pornos or whatever. So we were, we were in that room first and that was kind of fun. So I was, you know, again, just giving him a blow job and, you know, everyone else is kind of around getting blowjobs or jacking off or doing whatever they're doing. And then we go into this other, we went and looked at the other rooms. There were some just kind of orgy type rooms. And then um, we were so turned on because we're always turned on for each other that yeah. we just started sort of going at it in a hallway and people all of a sudden started watching and getting, coming in really close, like, like right next to me. Wow. And I, we were making out, you know, and he had his fingers in me and I was literally, I, I could feel all these, all these, you know, people around me getting turned on too. And like almost close to like, they could touch my shoulder. Yeah. But the thing with the clubs is you don't, you're not, you don't come into people's space. Everybody's very respectful. You don't just like it's not like this free for all. You don't just yeah. grab somebody and snatch them and touch them. This is all, of course, permission based. So, unless you, in, if you're there with a partner and unless you invite somebody and there's consent, you know, pe nobody bothers you. But people, you know, could be getting real close, like hoping, like, okay, you gonna tag me in or what are you gonna right. do? You know, like. <laughs> and so, so there are all these guys and they were just like so close to us and. I mean, that was the second time where I was so just hyper turned on and like literally dripping. I, I've never been just dripping down to my, down to my high heels. I mean, yeah. I had, we had wow. gone out to dinner the night before we were both dressed really nice and, um, or di dinner that night, not the night before we went out to dinner that night. And, and then, and then, so we, and then we also got a room where we could have sex in this room, private room. And you can choose to leave the door open or not, you know, so we had that open because I was just realizing I was totally getting off on the voyeurism thing. And I, yeah. I this time, like this go round, it was big time. You know, I was really, really excited and, and horny and it, it, it was so much fun. So we, anyway, we did that and ended up going home and continuing, you know, privately, but, um, yeah, it was, it was funny. And then <laughs> the one thing though, is the funny thing about that night was that there's a person next to us in a room. We could hear her, you know, you can hear other people around you having sex, yeah, which yeah. adds to it. You know I mean? All that sexual energy, you know, everyone's getting just adds to it, but we, we were turned on and we're doing our thing, but then listening to her and then she would literally be like having an orgasm 
and then it'd be, you know, and then stop. And then the next thing is, yeah. So do you remember when we went to the library that one time? <laughs> like she was just on or off, like wow, no joke. And we could hear her. And we, so we kind of started laughing. So it's like, really? <laughs> and then, and then they'd start up again. She'd have another one. And then it was like, yeah, I got, I got to get my groceries. And <laughs> I wanted to feel the curtain back and be like, hello. Who are, who are you? you? Yeah. <laughs> Can we keep it sexy, please? Like, can we keep the domestic stuff out? Like, you're killing my lady boner. Like, <laughs> she was just like, "Oh man, oh oh wow." You know what? Um, what did I have to yesterday? For yeah, this? it was <laughs> hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. So, um, so that's kind of like there's a big just, and then you know, I mean, people. I haven't done this. I'd love to do this. They have big parties. You know, like you go uh, for the weekend, and it's all. It's like bunch of swingers and they yeah. go and you know just do whatever they want to do and um all weekend long and you know it's, there's just a lot of stuff there's just so many different you name it there's a kink for it there's a you know there's an avenue to explore there's there's just something different to try so yeah that's yeah. A, that's amazing actually that's yeah, I never heard of like the sex clubs things. It was interesting, like your two different experiences with it. One was like totally bizarro. And the other one is like, feels oh, like, but you, yeah, the, the food thing threw me off, honestly, because I was like, wait a minute, chili? Why chili? Like, it's no, like, I'm not kidding. It was bubbling over. I was just like, <laughs> oh, the chili. Ooh, you know, like it was like a chili cook off. Like, uh, what do you think? A potluck. It was a, it was a potluck. That's it what a, it is. It was a sex party potluck. Oh, that's really weird. No, honestly. I mean, to me, that like doesn't go together. That, no. I, now, looking back, that's a big indicator. Like if I ever see something like that again, I'll be like, mm, pass on that. Yeah, you got to pass, <laughs> pass on, on that. the potluck part. <laughs> pass on. No food, please. It was like more of that. I will eat and digest well before I come. You know what I'm saying? Like literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and literally. <laughs> literally and exactly. Now, is there was there an adventure where you were like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be like? Oh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be like. No. Mm. You know, I not no. Mm -mm. I can't, I cannot, I can't say that. I think every everything that I've done has probably been different it just wasn't the way I foresaw it in my mind and that's the fun part about it I mean that's yeah. what you know I think that's what the the curious girl diaries and the curious girl you know that person is all about you know we yeah. all have that side of ourselves right if you could if you could try things and 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 we're free to experiment you know what would you do you know mm. and 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 then you start indulging in those things and it just it always, for me, has not been what I expected, whether it was under par or over par. I was, mm -hmm. I've never been like right on like, yep, that's what I thought. But that's, that's, it shouldn't be what I expect. If it mm -hmm. was, I think if everything would have been as I expected it, I would have ended at year one. Right. But because I started to realize that there's just so much to do and explore. Yeah. Not to mention learning about all the different ways that 
all the different things that my body can do sexually and is capable <laughs> yeah. of that I didn't even know and all the right. different orgasms and all the different things that turn me on. And, you know, I mean, I've had, I've been stuck in an orgasm, like this big, long rolling orgasm. I'm wow. like, oh my God, like, when is this going to stop? That's a, that's a subspace kind of a thing when you get into your, you know, the BDSM world mm -hmm. and just, yeah, you know, where you're, you have all these chemicals working in your body that feel almost like a drug, you know, yeah. you know, you're not on drugs. I don't, you know, I don't do drugs, but it just, it just, it feels so weird and different and amazing. And, and it's none of it really has been what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, most definitely. Is there, was the sex club one, one of the kind of stranger or kinkier ones, or were there something that was, there something that was more wild and more out there that you experienced? Uh, I mean, the sex clubs, yeah, they're, those are fun. Um, I think the, oh, let's see, what is some of the wilder, like more, uh, probably like just, a lot of the, maybe some cliche stuff that's really, you know, you think it won't be as fun as it is, but it is like going someplace, you know, and getting a hotel room where it's, um, you know, because before I moved to Florida, it was in the Bay area mm -hmm. in California. And so, you know, there's a lot of ho hotels, you know, you get like a, you get a room, go get a hotel room and that's all glass. And again, I, I keep going back to the voyeurism thing. So yeah, yeah. there's this theme. That's like, your I thing. Didn't even, it was running and I didn't even know it. That's, that's the funny thing. Like, this is why documenting things, documenting it's been so valuable is that yeah. then I can go, oh, wait a minute. No, I mean, like, boop, it popped up there, it popped up there. But so I was with, again, I was with BE and we got this hotel room and uh, he had like handcuffed me to the top of a door. Yeah. And, and then we opened up the glass we opened up the um, shit, you know, the big long shades and yeah, yeah. was able to, you know, during the day and like right at dusk where it's, you know, you can really see when someone has their lights on, like you can really see in. Yeah. And we were just right downtown where there was still a lot of people working and at, and also at home. And so it was like the perfect time for, I don't even know how many eyeballs were, were watching <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and, and that was, again, that was just super erotic and super hot and fun. And, um, yeah, I loved, I loved that. It sounds like your thing, the voyeurism, like that's a recurring theme. I, uh, I hear I, in this. Well, I go, okay. Y yes. And no, I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's a big one, but yeah nothing trumps like, you know, the BDSM, the, the, when you're really with a dominant man and he knows how to touch your body and it's very seductive and, and it, there's always like, it, there's always something different. I don't know that with my, I cannot say really with my dominant that I, where we've repeated something. Mm. Like, I don't know how he got his, where he got his creativity or where, oh. you know, how it was always, every time it was different. Like, I never knew what to expect. Mm. And because usually it was so, it was so driven by passion that 
you go with what's leading you in the moment rather than, okay, this is what we always do. You get on top, you know, okay, I'm going to go down on you. You're going to have an orgasm. Then you're going to get on top, maybe have one more. And then I'm going to put you in this position and boom, boom, boom. And I'm going to finish. Right. I mean, it's, right. it's nothing like that. It's, it's just, that's usually what, I mean, that's the kind of sex, you know, I was used to having before it was like, okay, you know, we have our things, our go-tos, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I know how you come and you know how I come. And so we just do that and it becomes so like, and then sometimes you're like, well, we're on time frame. How fast can you suck my dick, <laughs> get on top and then flip me over and dogging, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, can we do that in 10 minutes? Okay, good, let's go. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it's not, it's not like going on an adventure with someone, you know, you're really being, being led and they're taking the reins and you just get to, be the recipient and feel all this fun stuff and you just never know what's coming and that's that newness it's like it, that's why i think you stay hot and passionate for each other because it's just like there's always something different you know it doesn't yeah. get mundane so yeah i hear what you're saying for sure and i think i listened to one episode where you had mentioned like the perfect amount of time for for sex or it's kind of a sexual experience i want to say it was like an hour you said or so I could be wrong about this. Oh, 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 I don't know. Maybe I said what I probably said was that um, I'm usually like, I like to go. I mean, I don't mind. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I am all for a good quickie. I love, there's certain things I love. I love shower sex, morning sex. So usually morning sex, you know, if someone has to go to work, you're, yeah. you're just like, you know, got to get it done fast. And, but, um, but generally speaking, when I have sex with someone, it's, you're going over an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, you're really like making it an experience. It's like a ride at Disneyland. You're just like, <laughs> Let's keep riding this ride. You know, you're not in a hurry. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of one of the things I say about just really making, you know, when you can make sex a priority in your life, you'll start to make the time for it. Just yeah. like you make, you know, make time for other things. It's you can easily switch your focus and be like, okay, yes. You know, sex, that's what I want to do. That's important. And um, yeah. And it, it just, I don't know. I think it keeps you young. It keeps you happy. It, it just does a lot. And, and, and it, you know, and it builds this amazing connection with, other, you know, other human beings or that one human being that you've chosen to be with, you yeah. know? So I always get a little, I don't know, like I it always bothers me a little bit when I just, when I know that there, when people have just let that side go and they're with the person that they want to spend the rest of their life with, but they're like, well, yeah, but the sex is just okay. And I'm like, but it doesn't just have to be just okay. You know, like, Ooh. You don't have to have ground chuck every night. Like you literally, you guys can spice it up. I mean, like, there's so much you can do and it, it just takes just shifting, really just shifting your thought just a little bit and, and remembering what it was about each other that first got you yeah. hot and, you know, I mean, and sexy and all, you know, what, what got you guys linked up in the first place? Cause you, you had something, you know, and kind of go back to that and then start exploring but 
sometimes people, it's hard for them to express themselves sexually. Right. And they don't want to, you know, they don't want to say, but I'm like, this, this is one area I think of people's lives where they really should just let it rip. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. And, you know, and clarifying this too, like you were saying over an hour, this is clues for people listening to this and watching. I, I, I think I remember you saying this, but it's, it's a lot of different things within that time frame. It's oh, not yeah. just the actual intercourse aspect no. of it. There's a lot of things leading up to it, yeah. you know, different aspects that encompass the time, you know? Yeah. A lot. And, and a lot of flirting in between. Yes. You know, a lot of buildup. I mean, this is why it's so much fun and you enjoy it is because it's not, it, it, it's ongoing. Um, I don't know who, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to paraphrase. I don't know if you, are you familiar with Esther Perel? Yeah. Okay. So she was just saying like, you know, intimacy starts after, you know, like your last orgasm. And so after you, you know, it's, it's, it's just a constant build. You're done having sex. Now you guys are going about your day. You're getting ready. You're buying, shopping for your groceries. There's always opportunities and moments to be, connected and push little buttons and spark each other and turn each yep. other on. It doesn't, it's not always about, you know, penis to vagina contact. <laughs> it's just, it's all this stuff that you do in between yeah. that's like building and, you know, and getting the juices flowing. And so then when you do get in, you know, when you do get that time, oh man, I mean, you're like, oh no, we're going to savor this. We're going to, yeah. this is going to be extended. We're not just trying to like, okay, basically what I say is, you know, masturbate on each other's body parts, you know, and I yeah. think a lot of people, you get so routine about it. You're just kind of like masturbating on each other's body parts and there's no connectivity and excitement and, you know, uh, all the fun intimacy that goes along with it. So, yeah. 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 No, totally. I vibe with you on that. I think that's, I think it's really important that it's a whole element to that the lead up and i think people get the wrong ideas they think oh my gosh like just the actual act they think of so much with that versus like there's other things that are part of it are you into like toys was it sex toys things of that nature as well uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i figured you were because i heard a couple episodes where was, i can't remember what yeah. you were saying but you we were talking it. about something you bring with you like i Oh, I always take my toys with me. Yeah. Wherever yeah. I go. I always do. I show up. I have like, wherever I go like to every encounter, I've like, I've got toys with me in tow. Um, yes. And, you know, it's, I want, so I want to say today when we're done, I'm releasing another, you got to listen to the next episode yeah. that I have coming out. I think it's episode 203. I'm talking about, because I've had everything, um, you know, I moved right across, across mm -hmm. the country and I, I don't, I don't know where my coffee maker is at this moment, but I know I knew exactly where all my toys were. I set them <laughs> aside so that I would have immediate accessibility to them. Like the first thing out of those pots, I'm like, there's my sex toys. Like uh, there they are. That was like, that's how I prioritize. So if it gives anybody an idea, like over my coffee maker, I still don't even know where the fuck it is. I haven't, I haven't unboxed it yet. People love coffee too, man. Oh. <laughs> So, right. That's telling you, like, you, you know how you like, you love your coffee. Yeah. I, that was like the first thing I'm like about moving in was like, aren't you so glad to me? What's the best thing about having, you know, getting, getting your stuff back. And I'm like, 
getting my sex toy so I can masturbate properly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just moved in. I this needs to happen. <laughs> I just moved in and I'm short. Like, I hope we got. I hope this electrical panel can handle this. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one of them. I was, I can't remember the name of one of the toys you were saying, but I think Hitachi. you really, Yatachi. Yeah. And you really like this. I could tell like you're really into using it, you know. Uh, every woman knows what Hitachi is. <laughs> <laughs> and if she doesn't, I will say when I started, I didn't. Okay. But let okay. Me, I was late to the party. I was late to the it's party. Okay. I'm not, I, I, there's no shame in my game. I don't mind saying this. Like I did not know uh, about the Hitachi magic wand. And I was still like thinking Mr. Bunny was the bomb. <laughs> well, well, no. Well, I, I mean, Bunny, I've, since, no. I've since, I mean, he's still good. Don't get me wrong. But the Hitachi, like the, nothing like that thing was crazy. So yeah, get, you know. <laughs> Every woman should have one. You don't have to use it all the time, but you know. <laughs> what do you like about it? The, well, you say it's crazy. Like, what about it? I mean, I can tell. Like in the episodes, you really like it. But like, on um, you know, what do you like about it? Real that you that you say it's crazy. It's just the. It's like there's the vibration, and because you plug it in. Yeah. Like the ones with batteries and stuff, like they can't. Their motors cannot produce that kind of yeah. solid thumping <laughs> <laughs> you need some thumping going on there man. you need some solid thumping like solid thumping this is i want to see actually let me take that back i would say the batteries they're doing solid thumping there's some you know but then yeah. the, when you when you plug into electricity with this thing and, and the hitachis are just known for their they have a bigger motor i guess and oh my <laughs> word like it's the ferrari of vibrators <laughs> This is like top shelf. This is, you it's know, totally, it's totally top shelf. Yeah. You want, you want that. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that and different. And, and the other thing I recommend to women is get a butt plug. And with, when it comes to dildos, dildos are like diamonds size mm, up, size up bigger can be better because you want to, there's like, you should experience, you don't have to have i'm not saying have big 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 all the time yeah but there's a different and i didn't know this either myself like there's just a different feeling you get when you're fully like stuffed right you know i mean i don't know how else to say it you know <laughs> you're saying when, it <laughs> when you really are every crevice is stretched a little bit it's a different, these are different sensations. And that's where I was just like, holy smokes, I have a, I have an A spot and now I can really get at my G spot and it's not so hard, you know, because usually that's a, you know, all these things are kind of a mystery. Right. And, um, you know, now I'm like, oh yeah, I know, I know, you know, I know how to get that. And then, but when you, it's almost like for women, I think when you experiment and play around a little bit for yourself, then you are able to take that back to with your partner and you're like, okay, you know, okay, we're going to do this. Like now yeah. I know like this is, you're going to do this, you're going to hit this angle. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, boom, you're doing it with your partner, which is, which is the best. I mean, that's really ultimately how you want to do it. Right. Right. Not, you know, not just by yourself, but anyway, so yeah, you got, but you got to get that experience. You know, you need to be able to 
learn what what's going on in there. That's why I think vaginas are so fascinating. Like we, I feel like, I feel like vagina owners. We, I'm sorry, I know penis owners are like, no, penis is great. They are penis great owners. <laughs> but vagina owners, we we can do so much. There's so much going on in there. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like we can come so many different ways. It's right. Fantastic. So do you ever get like disappointed in certain penis owners if their penis is not, you know, the size you'd like it to be? No. Uh I'm not a size queen, but I as long as as long as you're as long as penis owners can get their penis hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the I'm going with the owners theme here. I'm yeah, like, I like the owners theme. I like yeah. the penis owners. Yeah, penis owners. As long as penis owners can get their penises hard, we're good. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually not for me. Um, it's not so much about the size as it is the um, that you know just the blood flow. As long as you're getting the blood flow, you're good. Um, yeah. I think most women would say the same. I think we're maybe again. That's why I think women really should they should masturbate. You should get toys. You should experiment. You should learn your body because it's not, you know, you're, it's great when your partner teaches you something that's yeah. fabulous, but you know, know what's going on with you and your little, you know, and your inner workings. And then, and then you take that knowledge to him and he brings his knowledge to you and then boom, you know, you're cooking with gas. But I, I feel like, you know, if women, because sometimes it, it, they're shyer or they don't want to appear slutty or whatever, you, you know, they, mm. they won't get in there and really experiment. Or if they do, they don't want to express that or help their partner out with that, with how their body works. You know, I mean, help these guys out. Don't let them, you know, <laughs> just don't let, don't let these penis owners flail. Help the penis owners <laughs> out. Come <they're> fl flail. <laughs> There's some words happening There's here. There's some t-shirts in here. I mean, there's, there's like a lot of words here. <laughs> you feel that like there's literally so many terms in here. Like we've been throwing around. <laughs> don't let know, the penis flail. Yeah. Don't let the penis flail. Come on. Like that. <laughs> Come on. Don't let the penis owners flail. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a, yeah, we could, we could really put, there's a lot we could do with that. I, I, yeah. There's endless little quotes we can pull out of that. I one, think but, so. But, um, yeah, no, I just, you know, I feel like I, I hear a lot from, I hear a lot from men and women, of course, listeners. And, you know, a lot of times it's just about, I think about there's a lack of communication yeah. and just really being comfortable even with yourself by yourself sexually, you know, as a, yeah. as a female, because I think I, guys, guys have been jacking off since they first got boners. Right. I mean, you no know, doubt. they're, they're <laughs> penis owners are proud, proud, <laughs> penis, <laughs> they're penis proud. I mean, they really do. Penis proud. That's another one. <laughs> penis, penis owners are proud. They're proud people. Yeah. They're proud. <laughs> Say it loud. Penis owners are proud. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I mean, there and, and but vagina owners it just tend to be a little more reserved and shy when it comes to that yeah. stuff. I don't, you know, it's like for some reason they didn't, you know, they they're like when we were little girls, we were like, hey, guess what? I got a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what 
did you get? What did you get? I got a penis. <laughs> but they're not, but, but, you know, they're not saying, you know, when girls aren't, I think girls aren't as like interesting. It's like, I feel like little, I feel like boys, little boys and then big boys, you know, you're all still very like proud and interested in your penises. And that's great. <laughs> No, that's great. Like we, we should, your penis proud. We should yeah. be <laughs> for JJ proud. That's definitely a shirt for JJ proud. Man, I see like a shirt and it's that, and it has like an American flag on the side. And I, then it has like, you know, we're, we're, Darren, we're onto something. We're on we to something. something here. You man. heard it right here. Nobody else can take this. This no, is no. This, like, we, <laughs> we hatched this idea right here, right here. Seriously. Now. <laughs> you know, that's the magic of talking to people, Layla. You don't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? Boom. Boom. I'm a penis owner and I'm penis proud. I'm penis, I'm penis <laughs> proud. I think, you know, I don't think you get much pushback on that. Be like, yeah, that's probably true. No. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, am I like, I'm not, is there a guy that's me like, I'm not penis proud? No, he's proud. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know that person. <laughs> no, I know. I don't, I, I've never run across that guy either. So yeah, I don't know. I, you know, but you know, it's fun. It's interesting. I think about this kind of this time we're in, whereas like you see things like Instagram and stuff like that. And there's, there's a lot of like, you see people in like, let's say you see women in like yoga pants and stuff like that, doing workouts and stuff. And it feels very sexual, but that person may not be very sexual at all, actually. You know, I wasn't, mm. I wasn't, I was that person in, you know, in the yoga pants, uh, working out, you know, and I, I mean, I still, I still am, but back then, like literally, I, I like to say this, like, it's like a taxi cab, like my light wasn't even on. Yeah. I was just oblivious. I had totally uh, pushed that part of myself down, away, aside, however you want to term it. Yeah. I just wasn't even like my light wasn't on. I wasn't in that lane. And then once I turned it on, I was like, Ooh, that's when I got vagina proud. <laughs> you were Uber, but you weren't, you weren't picking up anybody. There were Ooh, no riders. I was, I had no vibe. No, I wasn't vibing at all. Like yeah. literally it was not on my radar. It may have been going on around me and I was just oblivious. Yeah. And then I, and then all of a sudden I was just like, whoa, you know, like, and I start every day. And sometimes like, it's weird. Cause I can look at strangers and I'm just like, oh my gosh. You know, I'm like, oh, cause I'm just always, now I feel like this is this what it's like to be a man. Like you're like, things will turn you on. Like you see something physically to your eyeballs that's yeah. hot and you're like, Ooh, you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm like walking through the grocery store, you know, like grabbing cheese or whatever, <laughs> almond milk. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting turned on right now. I, I'm dripping through my yoga pants. I have a spot in my yoga pants right now. And it's because I'm turned on. <laughs> You go to the grocery store and you see Layla there. I mean, Look out. something's going on there. Look out. If the I bananas... put my eyeballs on you and you're hot, I'm going to like molest you with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this produce section is producing, man. That's right. <laughs> like... let me, don't let me touch things. Let... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's like, she's like, man, this grapefruit. Wow, this, this grapefruit. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow, the tomatoes. I don't know. This banana, this banana is nice and firm. It's the right firmness. This right, is how right. I like it. Okay. She's just getting moist in the <laughs> banana. Cucumbers. Section. Now cucumbers. 
zucchini, zucchini, what's next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Wow, that's that's pretty fun. Well, listen, thank you for giving me as much time as you've given me to just chat about all the things you're into. It's seriously, seriously, it's a awesome podcast. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts myself, even though I produce a podcast constantly, but I find that it's like, it keeps you interested because oh, Layla's hilarious. You. Yeah, she's hilarious and she's very raw and uncut. I'm actually saying listeners, she's been a little bit toned down on this one slightly from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's okay. But you, you got to check out Curious Girl Diaries. It's really excellent. And uh, it's certainly an adventure. So thank you for being on. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, just like you said, if anybody wants to go and listen, it's the curiousgirldiaries.com. And um, from there, you can connect to all my social media. And also, if you like this episode, I always encourage people to leave me a voicemail. I will, you can leave me a voicemail up to five minutes. You can ask me anything you want. I will answer you personally. And it's really fun to do. So go to the website. And then on the right hand side, there's a pink tab. Just leave me a voicemail and I will get back to you. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. And maybe we'll maybe we'll do like a follow up. Maybe we'll get oh a little gosh. more specific and, you know, and do another one. Or I'll, I think I'm I think next time I'm supposed to have you on. Well, I'm happy to be on. I, yeah. you, know, you know, what's funny is I literally that's the whole goal of my podcast is I will talk about anything, pretty much anything. And I am not afraid to go there. And so I think it's good just to be open and free and express these things. We got to get this taboo away from these certain things in life. Agree. You know, we got to just talk about it. We got to stop making it like, oh, I don't talk about that. You I know. know. <laughs> like, stop calling it a, a, you know, a thingy and a woo woo. And a woo woo. You know? It's know. a penis and a vagina. What do you have? <laughs> and be and proud. Be proud. <laughs> be proud. Be a JJ and penis proud. Okay. That's right. <laughs> we established that here. <laughs> know so i think next time we should have like we should have our themed shirts on <laughs> yeah that would not be a great be like i have the yeah, penis owner i'll put penis owner and you put vagina owner and then it'll like it'll be on the screen it'll be amazing oh my gosh that's our hey there we how go how great that's would that be idea that's our that next be... there we go i want to be on your show for sure i definitely All right. yeah oh for you sure. will thank you so much for having me thank you layla and uh i'll be in touch with you thanks a lot okay bye at Kroger, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's football time, which turns Sunday and Thursday into the best days of the week. Well, they just got better because now through October, Kino has 30% higher payouts during bonus hours before the football games. Win $500, it becomes $650. The bonus hours are Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So play Kino online and anywhere Kino is sold and get 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly.